Hola, como estas, it's your boy, J-Hal, coming in live, today I have a special guest, my boy Q, starting out, let's go, J-Hal and Q, tune in. What up, what up, how you doing out there? Of course, tonight is freaking Friday, well, it's the freaking weekend, I guess, technically, so of course, we're going to talk about just growing up, adult partyhood, life in general. May throw some politics in there. May throw just a little bit of everything in there. Just life, right? Everything. So, my boy, it's a freaking weekend. It's Kansas City. Of course, the theme around KC is this whole controversy about the whole Chiefs game yesterday and how supposedly, even though I was there, and I heard the booze only when the Texans were coming out of the locker room after the national anthem. But the media is saying that there was also booze doing in unity, meaning concedes against Black Lives Matter. I mean, it's just a whole. What is your take it's on that? It's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot going on right now. Um, I've been following it for a while, <clears throat> and I think. Just but what what I saw last night, and what I've seen in um, clubhouses at golf courses, or uh, what I see at you know just like tonight in the in, you know just at the club, five guys having a conversation about it, and they were at the game, and I just was you know, I was eavesdropping, um. And they was like, the the reason they were booing is because one of the guys from the other team broke their uh, unity line and ran back to the, to the uh, locker room like he was having second thoughts. Now that's what I took out of the conversation. And there was two black guys, there was two white guys, total different, different ends of the spectrum because, you know, at the, at the uh, after hours bars, you're going to get, you're going to get all the crowd. And, uh, you know, they had a civil conversation about it and they realized, both of them realized that it's just politics playing into it and you're going to get whatever channel you watch, that's what they're going to keep feeding you. And people don't change channels, so you're going to keep getting the same stuff until you, people flip. Exactly. Flip to channels. Exactly. And have, like, to, and have to watch it for one hour, just force yourself. Or, this, is, this is how I feel. ESPN... It's all about the unity. ESPN is, is a more of a universal channel. But when it comes to your FS1, your FS1's like your Fox. Uh, when it comes to, uh, I guess it's really just ESPN and FS1 right now, I believe. Uh, like, I don't, CBS has like the, the pregame shows, yeah, but they don't really have a show. I think, I think every channel that's not Fox yeah. has some kind of affiliation with aside and I think that there's somebody up there pulling the strings way above even these yahoos running for president now um, way above them that are pulling the strings and you know it doesn't mean that they're not necessarily white or black people who knows who's pulling those strings but um, it's just it doesn't it, it doesn't make any sense uh, for for these these two yahoos to be taking over office in the most important time of of our country's childhood because we're only 200 and some years old and you know hell all the other countries are what 2000 3000 years old so we're we're babies we're learning this stuff and this is a a, a moment in time that you know we got the to two knuckleheads one is told to break the system and the other person is told to uh just keep status quo and the dude's already broke the system now we gotta fix it exactly um but i don't think there's really any fixing the whole racism um 
deal to me. I mean, because I feel like it's something that just eventually us as humans have to grow out of because um, I believe it's just something that it's kind of like pushing, pushing and pushing. You know, you can't really push something into someone's head that already kind of is maybe adapted or either, you know, um, you know, just grown into, you know, whatever the family lifestyle or family thoughts are on race. Uh, but a lot of people that, you know, are not racist or a lot of people that choose to stay, you know, within their own um, their own race, I would say, as as, you know, whether that be relationships or whatever. Um, some of these people are still good people, but they just, you know, it's 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 a, a natural divide against going and saying, you know, making friends with the opposite race and not necessarily just black and white. Uh, the same thing with Mexicans, and the same thing I believe with the with the Asian culture, the the the, the Philippine culture, the mm-hmm. you know the the even the Samoan culture, uh, you know that because a lot of uh, Samoans you may look at and you see their tattoos, and you may you may automatically be judging them, right? right. Uh, so I feel like it's that way regardless of your race, and that and that's something that, like you said, we have to grow out of well, as humans. It's, it's, it's human nature to automatically assume what you were taught until you're untaught. Or, um, you. in my case, I force myself to actually unteach a lot of the things I learned in the... In the urban culture because I I, I had a hard time uh, speaking white for years because I grew up in the army and my dad was enlisted and so just imagine uh, at that time the ghetto and moving every year and, and you just have the same people you just you know that, that that's your family and you grow up that way and then you leave the base and then you get hit in the face with um, why are you talking to them? They're not, that's, that's not what we're supposed to do here. You have your side, you have that side. And I'm just, and that was the first real shotgun. I was like 14 where I was like, this shit's real. And so I forced myself from that point on to train and develop my skills so that I'm able to hopefully make a difference and not just a difference in my neighborhood or a difference with one person. I'm trying to make a difference for a community, but that's down the road. Yeah. And I, I definitely feel like a lot of people in Kansas city are definitely trying to make a difference. Um, for some reason, um, it's just the Midwestern hospitality, I guess you would say, uh, to just try to make it a big family. Um, but, um, there are, like you said, it's just like everywhere. There are, there still are your people that, that just, you know, it's it's all a political game. You know, it's all all lives matter, Black lives matter. You know, there's and that goes both ways, right? Yeah. And uh, I think, in order to get past it, is there has to be a feeling of love, regardless of what the person looks like in front of you. And I mean real love. I'm not talking about. Hey, let me smile in your face. Talk about you behind your back. I'm talking, have that genuine understanding of who that person is, and and let's all you know come together. And and and, and honestly, it's uh, like the reason why I have my chain reaction because I also believe that everybody is a link in a chain. You know what I mean? And that's why you know if one person falters or one person's going through something, we all have to help that you know that link back up so we can all keep it moving because. Like a chain reaction, everything happens in emotion that you can't stop. So, um, you know, I think in, in for in order to get past this, we have to, you know, come to a unity, a real unity. And I believe that's what the Chiefs were showing yesterday. Uh, and I believe the media, they tried to, you know, for some reason still tried to stir something up, right? Here we are, you know, already going through controversy, already going through the coronavirus pandemic, uh, and it's and it's shooken the world and it's and it's all, and so everybody's kind of shooken right now. And here goes the media, trying to add and, a little uh, bit more spice to the fucking. And all it's doing is it's it's just hurting our community. It's you know it's getting everybody riled up for no reason. Everybody mad at you know for the slightest thing. You know people are popping off, and it's just everybody needs to stop, take a breath, step back, and you know what? 
forgiveness is, 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 you know, you have to just accept where, where everything is and then choose to move on. Um, I don't know, I think as, as, as people, we need to, uh, uh, to really stretch our wings and help, you know, the fellow man. And that's what, that's the, that's the thing that I always am doing with all of my little projects I have, uh, like everybody else does. Um, I always, I always put the community first, um, because you have to have the approval of the community before you're able to build anything. So you might as well include them. That way they feel, you know, secure about, um, about being part of whatever, whatever power plant or, you know, uh, solar, solar panel, uh, station, um, cause those are coming and it basically, you know, it's just basically saying, okay, let's just forgive and forget, you know, ne never forget, but we have to move on. We have to start with a clean slate. And, and the only way to come with a clean slate is, is to, there's a lot of restructuring that has to go on with the, with the government. But I think at the same time, I think we also need to take the government out of it and just start talking to each other again, because that's something that people don't do anymore. You know, just talking to people can bring communities together and, uh, just, um, and I think, you know, that, that goes, you know, that, that old saying that, you know, it takes a family, to, it takes a village to, uh, raise a family, you know, and I think that we need to get back to that and, and stop letting these people that we, we just let handle our tax money and, and, and start looking out for each other again. Exactly. But, um, when it comes to the government and the people, there's always going to be a separation to me. Um, <clears throat> just like, you know, I feel like, um, as far as the government goes, it even is a separation between the government and the military. Right. Um, and so, and I believe the military are always looking out for the people. So it's kind of, uh, you know, uh, uh, even line there when it comes to, you know, the people of the country, the the military of the country, that's kind of an even playing field to me. And then there's always the government, the people that control both parties, right? So, <clears throat> so like I said, it would be a branch, but on equal levels. So, like, and that's why I think, you know, we do so much for our country as a whole, as people. And I believe the people that, you know, the that govern the country, uh, a lot of times they really have no real feel for the right moves to make or the right decisions or the right things to say at the right times. Instead, it's kind of more of they already know, you know, exactly the move they want to do. And they're not really too concerned with the population and what's going on at the current time. Uh, just like even right now during the coronavirus pandemic, I believe that the, the election should be held back. I don't know about you. Do you feel like the election is still uh, okay being November 3rd, even though we haven't been able to kind of really see what... I, I, here's the thing. You're never going to... You're never going to... You're never going to see Biden be himself. They won't let him. Um, Trump, he's still going to do Trump. And, he's, and what he's going to do, he's going to just... He's going to bring the house. Unless somebody's going to be able to um, step up, there's there's no way. Um, Kanye and all the money he had couldn't step up. But um, yeah, and the same thing with the other guy. Um, what's his name? He Chris, dropped out yeah. uh, a while ago. But it's like you know, there has to be some kind of grassroots. And my, when I mean grassroots, it's like when I went to back to school to get my political science degree. Um, I spent days and days and days and days just driving around the city thinking if I was a city manager, what would I do? And I always ended up at 18th and Vine. And I have talked to almost everybody, every business owner there. I was like, what would you do with that empty spot and that, that building that they need to re redo? And that's what these politicians ain't doing. They're, they're not going door to door, playing undercover cop, asking the right questions because they honestly, they're getting it from like 17 people who get it from, you know, whatever they think, you know, is really going on.
You know, they're just watching the news. I don't know how they're getting their information. I don't see them walking around. I'm down uh, there and, that, and that kind of goes back to what I was saying. I don't think they're getting as far as information, as far as, like, what the public's doing. I think it's more of an information as far as there's already a plan in motion. And so they're not really too concerned with what's going on. So what they do, I think, is stir up the the nation even more with your controversy and your and your dividing you know and also let's 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 highlight uh the bad cops that are doing things that are making you know um obviously the good cops look bad in a whole because i do believe there are a lot of good cops out there uh there's a lot of people that join that join the you know the the protecting side and that goes for all the cops and the sheriffs and the deputies and the and the you know and the detectives and the you know all the people out there i believe that there are good ones that are doing it to help and they have their own background story the the reason why they got into it but at the same time you also have those people that go in there because they just want to you know fight get the bad guys right they want to they want to get the bad guys and that's Mm. and a whole you're, you're still looking at it wrong because police are supposed to be to protect and a lot of times if you're if you're if you're coming in with something and you're focused on who's the bad guy you really kind of don't know because a lot of situations nowadays you almost can't tell who the bad guy is you know and, and i'm not talking about the obvious shit the robbings the 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 the, the, the rape the you know the, all the bad things that can happen that you just kind of can point out but i'm talking about in situations where someone gets pulled over or a gas station clerk is calling on this guy that's, you know, just lurking and he wants him to just leave the pro- the premises, right? And so a lot, of, a lot of times you're already going in with the mindset that this is the bad guy. So those guys that are in the, in the you know, in the, for, or in, the, in the police department because they want to get the bad guys are already coming in negative-minded, already thinking. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. And so... Like, like I said, man, those and and I mean, let's be honest, 100 percent of the time, they're white, older men. Um, you really don't see too many. He was. He was white. Yeah. Older. They, I mean, and that's that's usually the case. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, I'm getting a vibe from them as if, oh, well, we're tired of these thugs. We're tired. Of, well, I mean, a lot of times it's it's more visual, right? It's more. Okay, he he's dressed like this. He's looking like this. He's talking like this. This is who this guy is. But in a lot of these young men's minds, they're not the same as what it used to be. A lot of these young men, they may just have what they have because that's what they can get. But they still have goals and they still have ideas and they still have, you know, just, you know, a lot of good brains out there that these guys are not getting to. I mean, rather it be the drug influence in America uh, rather it be the the economy um, or the lifestyles of certain, you know, young black men or, you know, uh, just young men in general, I believe. A lot of young men in general kind of going towards the same wave. Uh, we went out to the club and today and how many how many white guys you see with that same swag as, you know, a fellow black guy or, you know, Mexican or I mean, it's it's kind of more of the same wave. Yeah. And so a lot of these young men are getting brought up thinking what a man is as far as what they see on TV or what they hear in music, but not really having the whole basis of a man, what it takes to get there because no one's teaching them. So a lot of these young men are going out blind thinking that, okay, so let me just do this, go to college, you know, party. I've, I've, I've helped coach out three or four uh, kids that were dishwashers or cook of mine my 20 30 year career and there's been times where i you know yeah they're they're thugs when you when you get them and and you, but you see something in them and uh and it's it's really cool when you can when you can make that uh kid a success story um i had uh one of my one of my interns uh turns into um the, the GM at, at the zoo for, for five, six years. Um, but I've had, 
a hundred more success stories with just getting these kids back into school. Um, I was working at a Worlds of Fun uh, for a, a season, and I got to help coach 15, 16, 17-year-old kids, you know, and really teach them, okay, these are the, this is how you work, and this is what you got to do, and this is how you earn, and this is how you, you know, be respectable. And then, so it, it's just it's just a matter of everybody kind of doing their part, trying to chip in and, and develop anybody you can get your hands on. You know, if, if you see if, if you see something in a kid, stop and spend five seconds and just try exactly. to fix it. Yeah, exactly. And and my theme on a lot of the youth is let's let's stop cramming sports into these young minds and making them believe. That they have to learn how to, how how, what kind of ball are you going to use to make yourself, you know, you know, famous or make yourself rich, right? Um, And I mean, I do have to give it up. There are a lot of guys that are superstars, you know, naturally. And I'm not saying, hey, let's stop that. But I'm saying, hey, let's also teach these young men more about their the human mind more about their capabilities more about their real true talents besides their athleticism um and, and i think if if mothers hopefully fathers soon um as they as they raise their kids and 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 they give them the education i think that ceo uh people on top of the government all that's going to change because they're getting a, they're getting they don't have to go and, and run a four four four, you know, to, to even get to the second round. You know, they don't have to spend sixteen hours trying to lose weight just to make weight. You know, because I've seen all that happen, all my partners. But it's you know, that only lasts for a minute. And then I I I worked Arrowhead. I saw all these kids come up to get their fat cash, and then they they screwed it all up. And then it's it, they're they're nothing, and you know they, all they had was sports, and now they blew their knee out or whatever, and they had to start all over again. But you know you got you know if we start teaching all the youth, you know more fundamentals of math, you know every time I see uh, a kid, I, I will I will ask some math questions, I will play dominoes with them because that's the best way to teach them fives. Um, so yeah, and I mean definitely when it comes to. You know, the whole sports path um, kind of goes into our next subject. Um, a lot of times it's more partying than it is um, anything as far as, you know, learning how to become a man regardless of your career path or whatever you're doing. Because outside of your job, you still have to be a man. I mean, rather, rather that's a, a family man or rather that's a man on your own. Uh, because a lot of times the world takes it easy when, you know, a lot of these, like, and I'm talking about myself included, uh, as men walking around that are, are immature in a way as far as where they should be on the level of uh, being a man. So um, I'm not saying we should just be hard asses with these with these young men out here, but I'm also letting them know, you know, the standard that we are holding for ourselves is way too low. Um, it's somewhere in history where we were building, becoming better, becoming better. And around, I would say around the time where the TV remote got invented, around the time where the microwave got invented, around the time where all these fast, easy, lazy things that made it okay to be lazy, it made it okay to want to sit around, not really want to do anything or not really want to take care of the things you wanted to do. And also the cell phone. The cell phone, I, there are many benefits of the cell phone. There are. There are many benefits, more than bad. But it also made it to where everything got even a little bit more easier, right? Because now you can do anything from your phone, from your couch, everything. Anything you want to do, anything you want to watch, you can all do it from your phone. Talk to anyone. It's a communication device. It's a social media device. It is a person you know personal device as far as you know your your snapchat and your you know whatever tinder dating whatever you know what i mean but it it made it to where you could sit inside your house be okay even work from home if you have that capability like i'm saying all these things 
that are handicapping handicapping us as humans as far as wanting to get out there and just like you know keep keep building because like i said somewhere down the line we we stopped wanting to better ourselves on a daily basis because Every day. yeah oh yeah i mean you look at where we came from we all came from cavemen so we go from cavemen and now we're reversing back to wanting to be cavemen again in our caves or our houses so it's like where are we going here where where's where's the end game as far as the human race you know and because i think one day procreation yeah yeah speaking of procreation so um where i promise we're going to talk about partying guys that's what i'm saying that's that's but where we're going with yeah, this yeah. so where are the best spots to uh to go to socially at, at at night in kansas city oh you got your power and light you got your westport um a lot of people like to go to like you know the, the smaller smaller you know the smaller clubs uh you got your your, your what is it off of boulevard um you got a couple bars over there uh you got funky town uh, you got out here in Blue Springs, it's more of a suburban, you know, in, yeah, more of a whatever. Uh, we got we got Vertigo, we got Clash Reunion, uh, and then if you want to go down and get a little country, you can go down to Whiskey Tangos. They play, you know, they play some rap too. Some they they do. They they play they no, played no, a couple. Donkey, donkey. All right, don't don't mind this guy. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, like I said, man, there's a lot of party scenes in the Kansas City area. Um, even you can go up North Kansas City, you know, there's there's a couple, you know, but for the most part, if you want to party hard and you want to fucking live a fast life, Par and Light, Westport are your places to go. Westport, to me, it's more of your younger crowd always. Uh, you'll get your fresh 21s out there. Um, a lot of fucking people just walking around uh, trying to impress each other. Go back and forth. Uh, yeah, it does, but you got to catch it certain times, and I don't think it's running, actually, now, due to the coronavirus. Motherfucking corona. Motherfucking corona. It's killing, it's all, but you know what? With corona with a line. That's what we need. But you know what? I think more than anything, the world needed this. The world, honestly, because like I said, we were going down a bad a bad road, and Slow I believe it's, it's changing lives all across the world, whether you wanted to or not. And yeah, I mean... There are deaths that are happening. I mean, RIP. I do definitely feel for the families that are going through deaths yeah. due to the coronavirus. But at the same time, we're still learning how to deal with ourselves when there's nobody else but ourselves because everything's shut down. And so, you know what? A lot of people across the world have already shut down themselves. So when you shut down whatever is keeping them going, it makes them stop and think, what am I doing? Who am I? What do I want to be? What are my goals in life? It's making people really wonder who they really are. Um, and that was, I mean, I can, I can definitely, you know, relate. And I can definitely, uh, that hits me at home. Uh, most definitely. Um, as far as myself and as far as my relationship goes. Um, and so... I'm picking up my pieces. Um, I'm actually deciding I'm joining the military. Uh, I just want to announce that. Uh, bombshell, yes. Bombshell. Bombshell. Got me. So, I mean, I'm, I'm deciding I'm joining the Army. So, I'm doing that. Uh, I think it should be Air Force. I'm going to cross train. Okay, don't worry. Cross train. I got my, I'm getting my piloting license. Not that that happens. It's 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 all curtains from there, so it won't really matter. I can cross train; I'll still be able to fly. Won't they? Can't stop me from flying, whatever. But you'd be the next Samuel L. Jackson. <sighs> Ain't no snakes on this plane. Samuel, I'm 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 Denzel. You Denzel. Must, no. You don't know. I don't see Denzel. <laughs> I'm Denzel, no, motherfucker. You're like Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm Denzel, and Cuba, you're maybe Cuba Gooding Jr. on a good day. No, I can take Cuba Gooding. I can. He he's. I think he's a little mixed though, isn't he? Yeah. What about uh, you're you're Robert De Niro? N no, Danny. Danny DeVito. DeVito. Oh, thank you. The the short fat guy. Yeah. Nice. Thank the you. penguin. The penguin. <laughs> I want to be the Joker. Joker. I'm the Joker too oh, as well. I'm the first black Joker, I would say. 
It's kind of weird. There we go. You would yeah. never think the real Joker, Joker in the real world was black. That's the real fucking joke, guys. The they don't, they don't want to know. Okay. Yeah, it's me. Okay. You didn't know. Yeah, it's yeah. That yeah. time travel thing. Yeah. And you're like Bruce Wayne, but like retired Bruce Wayne. Like Bruce Wayne, when when Nightwing comes around and he can retire. <laughs> there you go. But you can put on the suit, but it's got like some extra specs on it too. Yeah, it's got you know. Yeah, you just of, you're just in there chilling, eating some popcorn, and the suit does all the work mm-hmm. for you. There you go. You know, relaxing. Nice car. I can pick up some girls that way. <laughs> all right, let's get back to the party life, right? So I've I've partied a little bit. In my life, as you probably know, <laughs> I went to the game yesterday. Um, well, two days ago, I guess now it's Saturday now. Uh, and so I went to the game, had a blast. My guy, my guy Nick, shout out, shout out to Nick. If you ever hear this, you're probably not listening, you probably never listen to my shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm just joking. Um, but no, nah, my shout out to my guy. He, he fucking hooked me up with the tickets. I'm fucking, no, he's he's a legend, bro. I'm paying, I'm paying him for it, but don't worry, don't worry about that. That's happening. But um, went to the game. You know, met met a few people at the game. I'm not gonna name any kind of names. I don't want the controversy. And so we went out to the park. Well, he <laughs> should I be real on him? Should I be real? I'm being real. Fuck it. He dropped me off a parking lot. And so we had fun. I had fun with, you know, the people that I went out with and drinking all kinds of stuff. I met Patrick Mahomes' father, which to me, I've met Patrick Mahomes as well, too. I met him at the training camp the year we won the Super Bowl. But now that I've met both parties, I feel like I've completed my mission as far as meeting the top dogs in Kansas City right now. <laughs> uh, but meeting Patrick Mahomes' oh, father to me, me right? yeah, I mean, Not yet. I took I took a slide on some cool points, but I, you know, I, 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 it's a victory in the end, right? I'm, I'm just joking. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll My guy Q is I'll the coolest motherfucking Kansas City. So, as in, took some slides, and he took some slides. Whatever. You mean, you know, with me? Cause Okay, so I met Mahomes' pops. I felt like that guy, I should. I really wish I would have had a sat down in conversation about how he raised his son. Uh, but obviously there was a, a party going on. I mean, a, we were at PB&R, so let's, let's sit down and have a serious conversation, right? But I feel like I may get that opportunity again. But um, I'm not saying anything about my father, though. Don't get this wrong. I love my dad. I feel like he did a good job. Uh, I've made my own bad choices. I made my own bad decisions and decisions in my life. Uh, so I can't, I can't knock him on that. I'm trying to get a podcast with my father too, but he, he, he gets in this persona. Okay, guys, I, I haven't told you I'm a pastor's son. That explains a lot. <sighs> Shut up. So. <laughs> He he gets in this persona, right? This business, you know, this not business. I mean, well, I guess because church to me is still a business. So he kind of gets in this persona, and I don't want that. I want the realness. I want him to be raw. Cuss if he wants to. I mean, I've heard my dad cuss a few times, so it's pretty cool. But I want him to be real, and I'm just gonna wait and try to yeah, try to milk that in, right? But. (laughs) Back to Patrick Mahomes' father. I really wish I was able to have a conversation with this guy to learn how he raised because I want my sons to be studs, not even if they play sports, but just have that mindset of accomplishing and being the best at what they do. And um, like I said, he went in a different, you know, a path than his father. He he didn't hop in and join uh, baseball. I mean, he played baseball, but he knew his path was in football, so he still raised him right. I mean, when it came to whatever you're going to do, be the best at it. And so, you know, it's different than just telling people, right? It's showing them. It's it's doing the little things that I kind of wish that I would have been able to pick his head about. But I still had a good conversation with him. You know, I told him that he was a legend. You know, make sure that he felt 
that real love, right? Because a lot of times, you know, he probably has people running up to him. Hey, All you're time. Pat Mahomes' dad. Pat Mahomes. Hey, hey how's well, tell me about Pat? Tell me about Pat. Yeah. And he's probably like, motherfucker, I, I was a pro before Pat was born. So, Pat what about me, nice. right? I have a life too, right? He was famous before Pat. So, you know, um, that was awesome. And I met some other guys that were from Texas. This guy was telling me he was a celebrity. He had me walk him and his wife out to the car, like, to the limo or whatever. I don't know. It was it was pretty cool. He put his hood up and shit. The guy gave me $100 to walk him out to a car. Insane, right? Insane. You don't hear this shit. It's, it's live. I'm not lying to you guys. I swear to you. No, he called me at 2 o'clock in the morning and told me. I'm telling you. At 2, 2 15, and 2 30, and 2 46. Okay, and, okay, okay. okay. All right. <laughs> um, I'm blind. God damn. <laughs> okay, anyways, but yeah, man, this shit was incredible. The night was incredible. That's a, a splash. I mean, I also went backstage. I met Travis Marvin. If you don't know who he is, look him up. Listen to some of his songs. The guy can sing his fucking ass off. He's a country singer, but he's awesome. He's a good guy. And so, we did that. It was awesome. It was a fun night. Um, I'm not going to tell too much. <sighs> yeah, leave the midgets out of it. I'll leave the midgets out. They were they were cool midgets. But, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. There were no midgets. Well, there probably were midgets somewhere in that place. I feel like there's always midgets. What place is that? Is that the, the What's spot? What's the ratio? I want, is there a ratio for midgets being in a big... Like, is there... Okay, let's say you have... 2,000 people. Is there a percentage that is maybe I'd, a midget in the area? I'd, I'd say, I said you're at like a point, no, I think about 1%. You think it would be a 1? 1% chance there's a midget there. So you're saying that there still would be a midget though, right? That's what I'm saying. Isn't One that weird? every 2,000? But, that, but, but that's a weird thing. It's like there there has to be a percentage, but what if there is none? Well, there's if you take all the midgets and you take all the people in the world, but then you just no. We're talking a about a power and light, at a pack power and light. Do you think pa- there will light. be a midget? Okay. I think there's a pack be, power and light. I think there's going to be at least three. So you do think there is a percentage? Oh yeah, because one you're going to have one that's going to be working there somewhere. Because there's got to be a bar somewhere, especially with bars. Yeah, I mean, you got to think it's not like you can really see all the mid. I mean, <laughs> the irony of it, you but you really probably wouldn't see them. So it'd be the lack of. Uh, it'd be a circle. <sighs> Next time I go up there, I'm taking. I'm. I'm taking. Taking midget count. I'm going. I'm bringing a GoPro. I'm counting the midgets. <laughs> I'm counting all the midgets, seeing how many are in there. Get on stage and be like, I'm staying. Oh, say ho, and they'd be like, ho, ho, ho. No. All right. <laughs> so that was that was this my most re- recent party. Like I don't know, Alan. Do you have any party? You, no. you don't seem like you. No, I. I uh, you quit. seem like you. You your party is going out for lunch and having happy hour with your buddies. Yes. Yeah, that's that's not a real party. No. Okay. <sighs> I guess I'll tell some more of my stories. Um, whatever. So, I used to live out in Westport, right there, off of Armor Road. Um, I forgot which loft. I had, to, I, I got the top floor. I was trying to ball. I was trying to fucking. Are I used mean, to walk out. What, what, what? You mean like you stories from like back in the day? I mean, yeah, bro. I mean, okay, I'm talking. Okay, I'm well, talking. Okay, well, I tell you the era. Your your most recent business. You know, We're not talking 2020. Okay, so Everybody's I'm, had a I'm, fucking I'm crazy. Chef, I'm the chef at Arrowhead. Okay. Uh, sous chef and our regional chef. Now, you guys like how he just interrupts my shit. Well, this is this is a cool story. Whatever. Um. So uh. So he comes in. My boss comes in, and he decides that we need to go across the street and polish off two bottles of Jose Cuervo and three bottles of Bacardi while we play uh, Golden Tea for three and a half hours. Then we had to go to in the company car um, to. The strip clubs where we proceeded to dump about half an ounce of cocaine on strippers' tits. Then I woke up at uh, Denny's <laughs> and I was passed out while Denny's my. Denny's is so good with you. I know. But it was the Denny's right across the street from the stadium. Well, I lived straight down 35th Street. 
and it was a straight shot. But I didn't have a car. I didn't have keys. I was in chef clogs. It was four in the morning, and I had to be at work at five. So I ran all the way to my house, busted my knee, woke up my pregnant wife at the time uh, at four in the morning. And she, she was a trooper about it, cleaned me up, sent me back to work. But the next day, uh, my exec chef decided to come to work hungover as, and if you ever get offered um, watermelon on a hangover, don't do it. It'll make you throw up, vomit. Yeah. Immensely. Watermelon makes me throw up. Regardless. Uh, this 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 motherfucker ate a half a plate, and Mister oh, Mister X sat there and just threw up the over the entire club. It was phenomenal. That sounds disgusting. Hey, you know what? It was it was the best part of my day because I was so hungover, and this motherfucker that that took us out, he didn't show up to work until like noon the next day. Oh wow. Cause you're staying in a hotel. You came in noon, Chiefs game, watch watch a little bit of something, something, uh, and then leave and fly out. Basically came in, got us so fucking drunk and hungover, and then bounced, and we had to deal with it. It was horrible. Well, I'm sure that wasn't a uh, happy hour story. <clears throat> Crickets on that one. You guys hear him. That was a decent story. It could have been um, or Chicago, a little bit more exciting, I guess. Um, about the I mean, who rolled the other that was that was like a roller coaster on on the kids' side of the park, story. right? It was. It went up. It went up kind of high. It didn't really yeah, scare you. It didn't really excite you. It was like the, it was like oh shit, my stomach hurts just oh, a little bit on the way down. It was. And the too, too it was decent. Okay, so let me let me bring up. Let me go back. Gosh, so. <clears throat> you were saying the spot. I was twenty-two at the time. Uh, just I got my own pad at Westport. Uh, went through a pretty bad breakup. Um, still hurts thinking about it. I'm not gonna say any names. I'm just joking. So I got my own spot, top floor Westport. I'm partying. I'm fucking drinking. I'm smoking. I'm just having a good time every other day. Um. One time I went out, walked down to Westport, walk in, I didn't have to pay for a single drink. Why? Because everyone was just like, let me buy this guy a drink. He seems cool. I got so wasted. I slept outside of my apartment because I couldn't even open the door. Crazy. Um, another, I mean, I'm not going to give you guys like Ammunition. one night stands and shit. So what is that? it's, it's the obvious, right? I feel like I shouldn't have to say anything about that shit because you just kind of know the shit happened, right? Like you just know, whatever. Um, and so the nightlife out here in Kansas City is decent. It's nothing too wild, right? It's nothing insane. It beats L.A. It, I don't know. I haven't been Downtown to L.A. on a, on a nightlife. Oh, there's none. You have to go to the Sunset Strip. Yeah. I imagine, though, it's it's a lot more fun at some of their clubs. Our clubs are kind of small out here in Kansas City. They're usually around the same size as restaurants. Uh, just take out the tables. So, And that's even some of your bigger clubs. You know what I mean? Uh, even at Power and Light, uh, the stage is really the biggest club scene in Kansas City, I would say. And that's the stage of yeah. Power and Light. Yeah. That's that's the probably the the biggest dance floor in Kansas City, no. I would say. Nope, not yet. There's, there's one. Uh, this guy always got some other information. Well, no, it's because it's, it's, it's going to be. 
It's uh, it's a revolving. It's going to be. It's a revolving dance floor on the second floor. There he goes with this fucking penthouse. It's not a penthouse. It's a second floor. It's a ca- it's a catering area. Okay, he he's got ideas. Okay, I'm. I'm not only I'm only doing an hour. Okay, so you got we got 15 minutes. Let's not waste 15 minutes on your ideas. No, no ideas. Okay, okay. Well, go ahead, continue. Anyway, um, anyway, <laughs> that's the well, that's the that's gonna be the biggest dance floor. It's a 56 revolving floor that used to turn to buses back in the 30s and to the 50s. And it would they would buses would drive up to the second level, and they would have to turn around to park and unload people and this is all still in perfect condition um and the uh the bus stop's kind of a historic spot so it's kind of cool anyway but it's a 56 foot dance floor it's what it's going to be so it's going to it's going to be close to what power light has anyway. well i guess we'll see we will see but i mean I still believe that Kansas City is a good, good, fun little town. It is. I would say, Clean. yeah, it's somewhere that you could, I could definitely see spending the rest of my life here. But at the same time, I want to travel. I want to do things. I want to, you know, I want to see the world, you know. Um, and obviously, I, w- I want to see the world with a special someone. Oh my God! Let's not get into that. Funny. I'm just joking. Um, my guy, my guy, Alan's tired of hearing me talk about fun. a certain someone. Oh no! I fucking I, I. I'm his. I'm his. Uh, he's my. He's my. Listening. Yeah. Ear. He's the imaginary friend that doesn't really talk back, but you pretend. But he is real, as you can you can see. But you know, you know, when you all grow up, you're like you, you always. You know, just kind of said shit like to yourself that you wish you could say out loud. You know, when you're mad at your parents, you're like, "Fuck, man, I, don't know. I didn't even fucking do anything, man." You know, he's that guy. He's that guy, but he's fucking real, and he can, you know, give me the real feedback. You know, I keep it real. Not everybody can have a, a person you can really give those real feelings to, and it gives you real feedback. And I'm blessed to have this guy in my life, so. But yeah, let's go back to the party scene. Like I said, it's, it's okay out here. I want to I want to go and see other places so I can, you know, of course Kansas City is always my home, always will be, but I feel like Kansas City could be a lot better. What about you? I, I, they're fixing the airport. I mean, that's I mean, that's 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 nice to me because I love planes. They should I like planes. They should have done that. They should have put the other airport in Johnson County. And then had two big airports like that, and they, and then they should have just had that that uh, uh, tram go straight from one airport to the next, just like Denver. And then instead of fighting it for the tax dollars, you have tax dollars in Missouri, and you have tax dollars in Kansas. Everybody's happy. They don't have to drive an hour and a half to get to the airport, and they got an airport in Johnson County, and Johnson County has the money to do it. They're just too busy putting people in jail. Missouri, in a, as a whole, I think has more money than what they think, what, what what people assume of us. Do you know why? The bats in uh, in the caves, in in um, in the Ozarks. I did a report on this in biology, um, and they they are the the highest protected animal in the Missouri ecosystem because they go through. Florida, Louisiana, Mississippi, all that shit, and they eat all the mosquitoes that would that would uh, kill the Lyme disease. And if climbers go into a bat cave during their uh, molting or their period where they produce babies and, and, and hibernate, if they fuck up their cycle, that's a whole generation of bats not doing their job. So they put cages and, and built br- uh, bridges and just to keep people out of it during those times. So... Uh, but they put into the Missouri Constitution that the money that goes into the conservation fund can't be touched by anybody, and the governor can't even touch it. It can never be touched, so schools can't dip into it, and that's why we have the best uh, conservation areas in the, in the area. So go visit your local forest. 
This is true. As we are right and actually, uh, I'm, I'm I live in Blue Springs, uh, and we are right down the street from Baroque Woods, which is actually one of the best open public, you know, national you reserve. It's like it's like in if, the area. If you're if you're a homeschool parent, and I'll keep this in mind, uh, that is a all day field trip. As long as it's over 50 degrees or it's a half a day field trip inside where they have animals, you can they have snakes and all the stuff you can touch. And they have, you know, it's all levels of ages, it's, but it's just not publicized. It's right off the 7 Highway and Pink Hill Road. But uh, there's like 10, 15 different trails back there, bike trails, um, hiking trails, and it's great for taking pictures. I took all my kids' graduation pictures up there. Yep, and I actually plan on taking my kids up there here pretty soon. I don't think I've took them yet. Not all, not all three, but it's it's a nice area. Um, I grew up going there a lot in school. Uh, obviously, for obvious reasons, it's cheap, it's easy it's down the street from all the schools. And it's next to a library, so yep. you know. Yep, it's got a lot of benefits to it. It's pretty nice. It's kind of like a little mini zoo, but there's not as many animals. You know what I mean? Uh, for obvious reasons, but you still have, you know, you still have a good amount to check out, and it's wildlife. It's just a place to kind of, you know, go out and see the wild for what it is. Um, but yeah, um, I guess really besides that, we have a, a world of fun out here. Uh, world of fun. I've had a lot of good times there. Uh, I feel like I always leave with a headache, though. I don't know what the fuck it is. Uh, I feel like I leave world of fun with a headache every time I go. Hey, you hit that beer. No, even as a little kid. Oh. I just never really liked it. I don't know why. I I enjoy going, but I always have a fucking migraine when I leave. Because your brain gets rattled around because yeah. it's smaller than your skull. Oh, and, no, no. And and it, it, it bounces around too much. Okay. <laughs> it's a possibility. I'm just going to erase everything you said and just... That'll probably cut it down to... A, 15 minute podcast um but thank you i'm just joking um okay so yeah we have a world of fun um we have oceans of fun mixed in with that uh the legends which we were out uh there okay. tonight you know david it's busters a, it's a pretty nice scene uh they got a little bit of everything it's you gotta bring some make sure you bring your checkbook it's kind of for the classier folk yeah, it's, it's it's not that not that it's like you got a suit and tie walk around but it's 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 expensive yeah. It is expensive. They have a Nike outlet store out there that will, you better walk in with a fucking check. So, um, also, I mean, besides the legends, the, I, I, I believe they shut down, uh, what was that? Slaughter Bomb? Slaughter Bomb. Slaughter Bomb. Yeah. It had the biggest fucking water roller coaster in the world. That was a PR. It killed. It killed a kid on the fucking ride, yeah. slit his head off. That's it's it's crazy. Kenzie's got had some crazy. I mean, everyone's got crazy events, but that's crazy. That's yeah. horror movie, fucking crazy. That's a movie shit. A little kid, and he happened to be the mayor's son, I believe, or the a representative son. What if that was? He was a somebody. What if it was a hit? It wasn't a hit. No one. Come on, this guy. You see, man, this is. I thought I could make it the whole time without this motherfucker <laughs> saying some crazy shit. We were 54 minutes in. We almost made it. I should have ended it. No, I'm just joking. He said, what if it was a hit? Come on. No one's killing the kid. What is this? What? That's the worst. That's the worst written movie of all time. It's it's way better than the last action hero. Let's kill the kid for no reason. We're gonna kill your there's kid. A, we're gonna keep you alive. We're gonna keep you alive, but because, we're gonna kill your kid. Because the car. No. Because the the man no. wants the the mayor to stay in place, but he must have screwed up and. What? All right. How about you make that movie and see how many people go and see it? You never know. Okay. It's different. But you sell three tickets, and they're all you. It will be me, myself, and I. Yes. Irene. Exactly. Irene. Yeah. If you know what I mean. And you would show up to the movie and they'd be like, you really sure you want to watch this movie again? Yeah. Uh, you know there's a new Lion King. I'm just 
But yeah, okay. So the slur bombs shut down. Uh, besides the legends, uh, city market's a good place to go during the daytime. It's oh, a, yeah. more of a daytime scene there. Oh yeah, they have they have the concert series too. Yeah, true. Um, really, besides that, um, that's really the highlights here. Uh, of course, you have the Chiefs Stadium Royals games. There's a couple after hours. Places. So, mm, mm. on Main and Forty Fourth. I mean, I don't know too much about that. I'm not too yeah. deep into oh, I thought, that life. I thought, you, I thought you was all. See, no, I'm I'm more of your house party. No, I'm more of your, you know, highlight of the night. Bam, good spots, having great fun. Let's go home. <laughs> but you know, um, I mean, really, besides that, it's not really too much. Um, there's times, you know, I, I really I really don't know if I can tell too many of my party stories. I might have to save that for a fucking... That'll be a whole that's truth, a or, whole, truth or dare episode. Yes, that's something else. That's not that's not a, hey, we're chilling, talking. That has like, had to get edited. Yeah. <laughs> like hard edits. Yep. <laughs> yep. But, okay, so... I don't know. We're at fifty-six minutes. We should probably probably start wrapping Actually, it up. Fifty-six is LT's number. Is there is there anything you want to say about any of the subjects, uh, as far as anything you know? The we talked about the Kansas City. You know, we talked about the Chiefs. You can talk about you know the anything that happened during the Chiefs game, the whole Black Lives Matter deal, or you can talk about the Chiefs in general. Well, uh, the win over Tech, the Texans was nice. I almost got that prediction down. Perfectly, Perfect. I said thirty-four to seventeen. It was thirty-four to twenty. It was three it, points. It was off. hard for me to tell because I I didn't know, I didn't know how the court. You know, I just it was a quarterback duel, and I think that Patrick he did have the the, the least amount of Pat- yards in the air. He's ever. he's playing like a veteran right now. Right, it's no, insane. I, I think right now, yes, the way I he's know. beating, it's, 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 he made Deshaun Watson look as if he was light years ahead of him. Mm-hmm. He he oh, outsmarted he him. He outplayed him. He, he said, "I'm going to have my a, defense." He has a but take it, care of you. But but here, okay, now 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 here here's the thing. You have two different backgrounds. You have two different father figures. And you have two different realities that Patrick didn't have to deal with that Watson does. But let's not pretend like it was all Patrick Holmes and Deshaun Watson. There no, was... no, that, that, the, 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 uh, the running back, his, his debut, dropping 130. Are you serious right now? So between that and um, I think the line was just amazing. Our O line, line is actually fabulous. Yeah, I, I, I knew that they were going to get. I was, I was, I was, I was afraid when. Really uh, who got hurt at the tackle? That was a defensive. Oh, was it defense? Okay. Yeah. Anytime, any because I'm a I'm a Giants fan, um, but also a Chiefs fan because I worked there for t- you know almost ten years. But um, somebody tell this guy the Giants are not going to do shit. Giants? Are you serious? Did you see what uh, Judge I'll, I'll did today? I'll bet you and take your money too. Sir. No, I, I'm telling you. I'm taking all. I'm taking all bets. This 20, year 2022 for will be the Chiefs and the Giants. I'm calling it 2022, and then 2023 it's going to be the Giants again, dude. Because we got the rookies and we have the wide receivers right now. You want to put money down on that? We'll yes, we'll put something down on that. Okay. You guys hear it? It's on tape. It's Validation. Not, oh, see, and, and you can't even delete this. There you go. All right, we're set. All right. But yeah, had some good conversations tonight. Um, of course, this is my guy, Q. We're gonna we're gonna start our own little separate uh, podcast. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we just gotta figure some shit out and get it going. Uh, you know, labels. You know. Logos, all those good things. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah stay and, and and just. I guess we could put my Facebook page. Or... We can save that too. This is. We don't have to. I'm just trying to this is a J Hal exclusive. Oh, we did. This is-
I'm just joking. All right, uh, but yes, thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Good night. Appreciate it. Yes, wherever the fuck you're at, appreciate it. If you're, as always, if you are still listening to this podcast, you are a fucking real one. You legend. Thank you. Uh, but that is it. We're gonna call it a day, a night. Sun. Call a wrap. Little chicken in it. Nice little wrap. Adios. Thank you so much. Love you.